Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Wednesday morning. I had to think a second. That's pretty bad. I'm still a little groggy from getting up so early. I have to get up extra early so I can I like to do my own personal devotions, reading my Bible, spending time with prayer before I do our live devotions here each morning. And so sometimes I'm not always fully awake. And I apologize if you see dog hair all over my black shirt. I was uh, playing with our puppy Otis, and uh, he sheds terribly. I just happened to look down and thought, oh, no, they're going to think I'm uh, nasty here. So I, <laughs> I apologize uh, for that, but uh, couldn't, couldn't be helped. I love little our little Otis, and uh, I always like to play and hug on him whenever I can, and uh, he he had a doctor's visit yesterday with a vet, and all was good, so we were happy about that, and uh, in fact, uh, they said that he was, uh, uh, it, they were shocked at how big he was for his age, because he's only born in, in June, and he's already almost 50 pounds, and they said they weighed him several times, because they couldn't believe, and the vet even told me, she said, uh, he is going to be humongous, so... Uh, you, you may be, uh, uh, we, we may have a horse inside the house here, so uh, walking around, I don't know. But uh, but anyway, I do hope everybody slept well, and, uh, and if you didn't, then uh, you know what? Hopefully your day will go better. I know it's uh, sometimes you have those restless nights, and your brain won't shut off, and you're up all night, and then you're tired all day, and it makes for a rough day, a long day when you have those kind of situations. And I don't know about you, but every time... I have something important to do. Uh, that's when uh, I, those will be the nights I can't sleep, you know, and uh, so it, it does happen. But uh, but don't forget to join us tonight at seven o'clock. Uh, we're going to continue our study in Hebrews. Been an incredible study and uh, something I've thoroughly enjoyed, and hope you have as well. Uh, so be sure to tune in for our online service, Fat Life Bible Church online service at seven o'clock. Of course, I'll be here on social media and on our website. So uh, be sure and tune in uh, to that. But uh, uh, but let's uh, you know I know that uh, uh, politics is uh, probably the the foremost thing that are on most people's minds today, and and we need to be informed with uh, current events, and, and there are topics that we do uh, need to discuss. But uh, let's try not to let it dominate our every thought and and uh, and what we discuss. Uh, you know, there are other things of greater importance, such as the love of Jesus Christ and sharing the gospel with others. That's what's really important. So let's not get uh, sucked into all these. Uh, things that are going on right now. I mean, it's like I said, it's important. Uh, we need to be uh, uh, well informed, but at the same time, uh, we can allow it to uh, to dominate us if we're not careful. Because I, uh, I'm one of those that I've had a belly full, and uh, every time I watch the news, I can feel my blood pressure rising. <laughs> I get very angry so, at, the, at what's going on. But uh, if we may, uh, let us uh, do our pledge of allegiance this morning. And as always, if you would be so kind, if you have a hat on, to remove those hats and to stand and let us place our hands over our hearts and let us say this pledge. So let me uh, get this situated where everybody can see this. All righty. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 
know I say this every morning, but praise God for the country we have and that we live in. I know there's a lot of craziness going on right now, but praise God that we uh, he's allowed us to live in this, this wonderful land that so many would love to. Excuse me. Ugh. Ugh. It's bad, excuse me. It's bad when you start to put your own self to sleep. <laughs> that uh, that uh, so many would uh, die to have what we have. So don't take it for granted. And of course, we're seeing a whole lot that are. But and this morning, we're looking at uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 28. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and uh, get those out and look that up. Uh, if you're in, not in a position to where you can do so, then uh, always provide it so you can read along. So Luke 21, 28 tells us, And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. All right, and bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts, as me old Pappy always says. But I think it's important, even though that's the, the main focal point uh, of today's teaching, uh, I think it's important that we back up and read, starting with verse 25. Uh, it says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with a power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Now, uh, we can see that obviously uh, in the end times, uh, there's going to be a sort of a cosmic chaos. And uh, of course, you know, the moon, uh, it um, affects the tides, affects the oceans. And we see this here, uh, the, the perplexity of the sea and the waves roaring. So we see that there may be something that's going on there. Kind of made me think of, I don't know how many saw the movie, uh, um, oh, H.G. Wells' Time Machine, but they did a updated version. Now, I like the original uh, from the 60s uh, the best, but they uh, did an updated version with Guy Pierce. And, um, and when he went into the uh, uh, point in time of the future, it showed the moon broken apart. And uh, I can only imagine if something like that uh, may be happening. Now, we can look at, uh, 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 compare and contrast that with Revelation 6, 12 through 17. And I'm not going to read it in its entirety. But it says that, uh, of course, it says in verse 12 in particular, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell into the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her ultimately figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. So you, you can continue to read on. I'm not going to, for the sake of time this morning, I'm not going to read that in its entirety, but when you get a chance, look at Revelation 6, 12 through 17. Also, we can also, uh, goes back to Matthew 24, 5 through 8. So let me get over here. Matthew 24, 5 through 8 tells us, uh, verse 5, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many, and ye shall hear wars and rumor of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes, in divers places. 
all these are the beginning of sorrow. So we see there's there's all these things that are coming past. But very interesting, though, at verse 6, it says, See that ye not be troubled. And then we see over here uh, that um, uh, there will be signs of men's heart failing them, looking for those things which are coming. Uh, and uh, so we see that um, uh, there are going to be those who are unbelievers who are going to be consumed with fear with what's going on. But those of us who are saved need not to fear. We not, need not to be troubled. We should have that peace that surpasses all understanding. We of all people as Christians, we should uh, have no fear. I'm not saying uh, to be ignorant in the fact of, well, Matt said no fear and you're going to jump off a, a five-story building or walk in front of a car or a bus. Well, that's just stu stupidity. Uh, that's not being uh, uh, courageous. That's just showing uh, ignorance and uh, uh, lack of uh, uh sense. I don't know what else to say, but, uh, you know, we, as far, I'm talking about as far as the end times, as far as, uh, the coming of Christ, the, the things that must transpire before the Lord returns. Now, remember, there's a distinction between the rapture, uh, when we're snatched away, caught up and the second coming. All right. So remember there are two, those are two distinct events. Uh, there are those out there who do not believe that. They think they're both one and the same. That is false, and that is not true. There is the rapture, and then there is the second coming, when he'll come as an act of war. There will be Armageddon, and that's when they'll fight. But when the rapture comes, we'll be snatched up in a twinkling of an eye. Now, there is as to when Jesus Christ will uh, rapture us out of here. You have those who believe in uh, that uh, are considered pre-tribbers, -tribu tribulation individuals who think before the tribulation hits that uh, the Christ will snatch us away, or the mid-tribulation, the midway point in the tribulation, that's when Christ will rapture us out of here, and post-tribulation is some believe that's when Christ will rapture us. As to when uh, the uh, Christ will return, I cannot definitively say, even the angels in heaven do not know, and uh, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe in a mid-tribulation, uh, but, you know, there, you know, I'm trying to think how the best way to word it. It is, um, I just personally think, you know, we may, uh, whether it's my generation, generations to come, uh, that we will have to be tested uh, in our faith uh, before the rapture. I, that's just why I believe in a mid-trib. You know, we see the, um, the martyr of so many saints and so many Christians uh, throughout our history. And uh, they've had to endure unspeakable acts for the sake of the glory of God. And it, to me, it begs to say, would we not have to face some sort of trial? Uh, it's not, you know, it's not that God is trying to make us prove ourselves and our walk. We've made that profession of faith. We're saved, you know. But um, it just, to me, seems odd that we would get a get-out-of-jail-free card, so to speak, uh, while others had to suffer for God's name. And, and we see even today the amount of Christians who are being beheaded and tortured and killed in the name of Christ. So we're seeing that happen even right now. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I can't say beyond a shadow of a doubt as to when uh, that's going to happen. And we can get into uh, pre-millennial, uh, post-millennial uh, talk. And, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll save that for a different time and place. And, and uh, uh, but, I'm not going to get this morning, but it's pretty detailed. We, we might, make, might um, make for a good study for Sunday or Wednesday. Uh, we might dive into that a little bit uh, one evening. 
But you know, the fact of the matter is, these things are going to come to pass, and we're going to see uh, uh, these. You know, with the sun and the stars and the moon, we're going to see this cosmic chaos. We're going to see the grumblings of the earth with earthquakes. Now, some try to say every earthquake, every uprising, everything that's happening is is uh, automatically uh, a result of end times. That's not necessarily true. It, it could be. But, you know, we can't say that every single thing that happens, you know, I, I kind of grow a little weary of, of every time there's something about a, a microchip implant or or something, I don't know, a tattoo or whatever. Everybody's like, I, I'm going to take that. That's that's mark of the beast. Well, the, the Antichrist has revealed himself. Then there's the mark of the beast. So until then, that's not the mark of the beast. People used to, and I remember, I promise you, I remember uh, back in the early 80s when I was a kid, people tried to say that credit cards were the mark of the beast. I, I you know, some of you may remember that, but uh, some used to think credit cards were. People worried about the government tracking them, about putting and planting a microchip. They're already tracking you, all right? <laughs> so don't act like it. They're not. You know, you can have your phone off and they can still listen in. They've busted criminals like crazy uh, where they can listen in on your phone. So, you know, it's not like they're not, the government can't uh, track you in any way. But the point is, do not be fearful, all right? We of all people, the Christians, should be secure. We know that God is there, that God is going to protect us. You know, and that's a sad state of affairs that there are so many Christians out there who are fearful, who are scared of dying, of the end times. And why? If you've made a commitment to Christ Jesus, if you've given your heart over to him, what is there to be afraid of? God, if, if, if you believe in the Lord thy God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and body, and being, you've given your life to Christ, he is there to protect you, just like me as an earthly father. I would protect my kids. I will stand in front of a bullet. I will do everything that I can in my power to protect my wife and children. No matter it costs me my life, no matter the, the what will happen to me, I will do that because of my love for them. For those who are wicked can do those good things, how much more can the Heavenly Father do for us? So that's why it is imperative and important that we are not afraid. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. God is a, is a God of peace and strength, and that's where we need to draw. So when those who are unsaved are in chaos and scared to death, we of all people need to be secure and have nothing to be afraid of. Because in, in you know the, those who are not saved, they have uh, the worry of what's to come. They have the fear of what's going on around them. We have the security of knowing, hey, we, we greet it with anticipation. We look forward, just like I posted this verse this morning uh, of Luke uh, 21, 28. And so many had already commented on Facebook, Lord, come quickly. Why? Because we are face, we're looking at with anticipation. We're looking forward to the world to come. You know, We are pilgrims in a strange world, and we're passing through, and we get to look forward to that world to come. We greet it with anticipation and excitement because we know what we get to uh, get to have and appreciate because of what God has, has promised us we can we can have faith in those promises and so you know the the world those who are unsaved they should be terrified as to what's going on and what's happening they should be terrified of judgment 
God is a God of justice, and he demands that justice. And if you are not saved, you will stand in judgment before an almighty God for every single sin that you have committed, and you will spend an eternity in hell. But for those of us who are saved, for those of us who have given our life over to Jesus Christ, we have that confidence to know that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and we get to enter into the gates of heaven. We'll be judged with the things that we have done while we were Christians and uh, and how we... Uh, uh, acted and, and after we were saved and how that um, uh, if we ministered and talked to others about Christ but uh, but again we have nothing to fear so I, you know I think that's the main focal point here particularly verse 28 uh, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth now we get to look forward to those things and uh, you know so I don't I've never understood for those who are saved why they look at the rapture and look at death with fear. Now, I can understand a, a certain amount of, uh, of an anxiety to a certain extent just because we don't know. Uh, we've not experienced that uh, aspect of our lives, uh, that last adventure, which is death. Uh, you know, we have other things that we have experienced that we can relate to, and so when it comes around again, we, we know how to handle it better. Well, Obviously, you're only going to die once, so you're not going to get to come back around and know how to deal with it better. And God is with us through life and through death. And he's not just going to leave you on your own, and uh, you're not going to just die and be in complete darkness and, uh, and, and, and be there with fear, with no one there with you. God is with us in life, and God is with us in death. When we die, we're immediately in the presence of God. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I should fear no evil, for thou art with me. See, so Jesus is with us even in death. He walks with us. He's going to hold our hand and take us over to the other side. So if Jesus is with us in life, Jesus is with us in death, we have that security, we have that protection, what is there to fear? So cling to that hope, cling to that promise, cling to that knowledge that when we see all these things spiraling out of control that we're seeing in our world right now, the upheaval, the uprising, the rioting, uh, the, the uh, wars and rumors of wars, all these things going on, we can take great hope and realize where we are headed and where we are going. Uh, Mrs. Graves says, good morning, great message. So thankful Christ is always with us. Thank you, Mrs. Graves. I appreciate those kind words, and good morning to you as well. So uh, cling to those promises today, my friends. You know, I've told you this before, that, um, uh, you know, when I make a promise to my kids that we're going to do something, they can bank on it. They know that if I tell them something, my family knows, hey, it's, it's good as, you know, it's, it's kind of like, um, was it um, uh, the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston and uh, Pharaoh uh, had made a decree and they say, uh, so, ha so shall it be said, uh, so shall it be written, so shall it be done. Well, it's kind of like what my kids, when I promise something, hey, it's, it's written, it's done, that's going to happen. And so how much more can we cling to God's promises that we, can, that we know, hey, it's written, it's done, it's going to happen. So let's not be fearful, my friends. Let's, let's greet uh, with what's happening with anticipation and look forward to what is to come because Christ is with us. We have nothing to fear. God is with us. Take that with you today as you're going out and about. Let's have a word of prayer. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for your joy and your peace overflowing. Lord, please take away any fear, concerns, and anxiety people may be having uh, in the uh, as we look forward uh, to the rapture. 
as we look forward to eternity. Uh, Lord, uh, let us not fear death. Uh, Lord, give us the strength and give us uh, uh, the understanding that you are with us. Uh, Lord, let us feel your presence. Uh, Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us say this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us today. Lord, let us be a witness for you, uh, no matter where we're at or what we're doing. Uh, let our actions, our thoughts, our words be a reflection of our walk with you. And Lord, I just pray that you be with this nation, bring healing upon this land, peace upon our nation, heal this divide that has uh, been brought. Uh, Lord, uh, just pray that you be with our police officers. Lord, let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Lord, as we lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, if she's having surgery today, that you'll guide the doctor's hands, that everything go well without any problems or complications. you bring her to full and complete health. Lord, I pray that you'll be with Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy and their neighbor and the healing of his hand. And pray that you'll be with Rhoda Thelma Thompson and, and Roger Winters. Pray that you'll be with uh, Lennon David Feathers. I pray, Lord, that you will be with uh, uh, so many uh, of the prayer requests that we have uh, each and every day. And I uh, want my dad, you bring healing upon him. Lord, be with our president. Give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in these difficult times. Protection about him and his family. And I pray that our election will be a good one. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and I uh, trust everybody has a great day. Remember, be sure and join us tonight at 7 o'clock for our online Bible study. We'll be looking at uh, Hebrews chapter 12, uh, verses 12 through 17 will be our specific target of study this evening, so be sure and check that out. Uh, if you'd like to share these devotions, you're on Facebook, you, your friends and family can find me at Dr. Young 77 uh, if, they, uh, if your friends and family uh, don't do Facebook, they can always watch live on our website at flbconline.com and then um, uh, afterwards uh, after I do these devotions I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young and also uh, to my podcast now the podcast is audio only but if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. You listen to all of our sermons, all of our devotions uh, each day. And as you're going out and about and working or whatever it is that you are doing. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today. All right. So let's, let's have that positive attitude that we have a great, fabulous day today. All right. That's, uh, you can have um, the attitude of dread of, man, I wish I didn't have to get up this morning. I wish I didn't have to go to work. I wish I didn't have to go to the store. I wish I didn't have to do this. Let's just have a good day. Let's, let's just smile. You know, smiling is contagious. It's like that movie Elf. I love to smile. Smiling is my favorite, all right? Why don't I act like a lunatic? <laughs> You know, people might call the cops, uh, but uh, uh, but let's 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 approach this day uh, with with anticipation. Let's approach this day as if it were our last, and that's where I always end each each devotion. Live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Well, I appreciate y'all for watching, and God bless. <laughs>